What's up, everybody? It's Anchor Pete, and we are live here to talk about Superman and Lois, episode five. And Pepper is coming to join me. I guess she's getting a snack. Not like we're doing a live show or anything over here, Pepper. Watch out for that plug. All right, guys. So here we are. We are going to talk about episode five of Superman and Lois. And episode five was called The Beacon. Here is Pepper. What's up? Welcome. Are you sad, Pepper? There's not going to be a Superman and Lois show until May 28th. Well, honestly, like, I don't like doing this or anything, but sometimes I need a little break. We've been doing this multiple times, and yes, I'm so tired. But you know what? It ended on a nice little cliffhanger. There's a good uh, end note there. There's a lot yeah, to talk about. This Jordan episode. was getting beat Whoa, up. Oh, spoilers, uh, kid! <laughs> oh yeah, let's, let's, there are spoilers, definitely, as you may know, every time. Yeah. So let's uh, go I'm ahead. Here, if you want to be like, um, yeah, if you want to just see. Like a small, quick review of the episode. Yeah. All right, here we go. So, first question from Slim Killer X. I really don't like the CW shows. Is Superman and Lois good? Slim Killer Pepper and I will tell you that we actually like this show. Um, I think it's a, like a better quality than some of the other CW superhero shows. I think it is good, but um, um, once again, I think it's a, too repetitive. Yeah. You might enjoy it, though. It's more like family and drama rather than action, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an action person. So... Um, but I would say, like, for me, I really loved Arrow the first season and especially the second season of Arrow. I liked the first two seasons of The Flash, too. So um, if you like those shows, then I think you'll like this one. I think this is even a better quality. So anyway, let's talk about this episode that we just watched, okay? So there's a guy that comments on all of our episodes. His name is Donald Baines. And Donald, thank you so much. He said that this show is basically broken into three parts. You ready for those three parts? One is about the Jonathan and Jordan drama. The other part is the lowest ongoing mystery. And then, of course, you have the Superman stuff that involves the alternate Superman and Lex, uh, Captain Luther, right? So, Pepper, I bet I know out of those three which part you like the best. Lois. Lois? What? Shocker! What are you talking about? I used about? to like the Jonathan and Jordan drama. Yeah. But... um. Just like too much. Also, too I want, much. I want to point out their parents are like, they're like, let's get drunk, let's go yell at each other, and then their parents are like, oh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's you jump into the end again, kid. Yeah. Well, Clark goes easy on his son when he gets no, drunk. No, no. Well, I'm just making my points here. Okay. Well, anyway, look, we're going to talk about Jonathan and Jordan because I think a lot of people that um, watch our show, Pepper, they are really into the Superman stuff. So let's get that Superman stuff out of the way. Then we'll talk about Jonathan and Jordan and Lois too, okay? So Superman stuff right off the bat. We don't see a lot of Superman action, but we do get to see Clark in uh, his teenage years. So there's some flashbacks. We get to see his mom. We get to see alive. him yelling at his mom about how he doesn't, he wish he didn't live with her and stuff. Yeah. Average teenage stuff, you know? Yeah, boy, the apple does not fall far from the tree, right? <laughs> because... Um, Clark, it turns out, had just as about much attitude as Jonathan and Jordan do. By the way... Luckily, he actually apologized to his mom, which most of the time Jonathan and Jordan don't. Yes. And and, and since we're talking about Clark and his childhood and how his kids are kind of like him, Pepper, I thought there's one point, right? In every episode, it seems like it rotates between which one is having the drama meltdown. It's either Jonathan oh, exactly. or Jordan. Oh, exactly. I was, I was going to compare them like um, magnets. They never come together to be happy at one. Oh, look at this kid over here. Wow, all right. I like that. That's a good metaphor. Yeah, they're always bouncing off each other. They're never just happy brothers. Yeah. 
Maybe when they play football, they're a little happy. <laughs> Throw some balls. Yeah. No, I mean, Jonathan's not. He's jealous. Okay, so here we go. We got another comment from uh, Mortsinaktu. Okay, cool, man. I hope I, I pronounced <laughs> that right. You're great at pronouncing <laughs> I am so good at it. So he said, I liked the flashbacks. You know what? I agree, uh, Mort. I'm just going to call you Mort. I, I actually really like the flashbacks, too. Pepper said that uh, Clark was good looking. As a kid. So, no, don't tell was, him. He said he was better looking than his uh, children. Anyway, uh, what I was going to say was that in the flashback, we actually get to see Clark as like a vigilante almost. He kind of looked like Spider-Man, right? When he had the, the uh, ski mask on and he took on those robbers. Do you yeah, that? I mean, honestly, I thought he looked kind of dorky then. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah we got a ski mask and I know exactly how much you stole. Yeah, teenage wow. Clark was very lanky. You know, he, he wasn't muscular, which is to be expected uh, when he's in those teenage years. Um, and I know that like one version of Superman, like a, a recent version of Superman in the comics, um, I think it's like, like American Well, Superman. I mean, Peter Park, Parker, sorry, Peter Park, um, in the movies and stuff is always kind of like more, kind of got glasses, kind of nerdy before he becomes Spider-Man. So yeah, yeah. That, I think it's typical for teenage superheroes to not be exactly super buff. Right, 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 right. And that's the thing, right, is that Superman, his strength is, you know, from his amazing powers, and so he doesn't necessarily have to be a ripped dude. Anyway, we're going off on a little tangent there. He uh, takes on some robbers, and he's comes to the conclusion that he needs to leave Smallville to reach his full potential. So he's button heads with his mom, Martha, right? Martha Kent. Mm -hmm. And um, she, they come to the conclusion that he needs to leave town. And now that kind of ties in with the story with Jonathan and Jordan, because what's going on with uh, Jonathan Kent this episode, Pepper? Jonathan broke up with his girlfriend, Eliza, I believe. She broke up with him. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, she broke up with him and dumped him by text, and that really upset him. She um, called him. She, no, she texted him. Oh, wait, no, yeah, she called him. Yeah. Okay, um, dumped him by the phone. That's right. Um, yeah, depression. Uh, the night before he was supposed to see her. Yeah, she was um, going to go to the Harvest Festival. Going to go visit your boyfriend in Smallville. Anyways, yeah. um, he was kind of a jerk this episode. Uh, last episode was kind of more of a uh, Jordan jerk thing, and this episode is more of a Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. Well, so like we were saying, it's like a joke, right? Is that it's either one of the brothers has to have the sort of meltdown moment. They have to be like a over-the-top emo kind of upset guy, right? And so usually it's Jordan that's flipping out at his parents, but in this case, it was actually Jonathan. Yes, for no exact reason, just just because girlfriend no, that's a good Which reason. Which they have nothing really to do with that, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, they never they showed can't control her. that. Right, right. Well, they never showed her on the show. But I mean, they did once. He was in a Zoom meeting with her. Right? Oh, they did? Okay, okay. But he, she didn't talk. It was just a picture of her. Well, you know, on TV shows, if um a person speaks, they have to pay them. But if the person doesn't speak, they don't have to pay them. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that's why she didn't say anything. Anyway... I understand why Jonathan was so upset. He had a life in Metropolis, and he was happy with that life. And he had a girlfriend, and he was on the football team. He was, like, on the varsity football team. He was a freshman in high school. Yeah, I mean, you got a pretty nice life, and then you your brother turns out to be a super freak kind of kid, and then you're like, oh, let's go move back to Smallville. And then you have to leave your life. Yeah, yeah. And so I understood why. He, it, this, this was coming, I think. This was a long time coming. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, and then he's like, I want to go move in with Martha and 
Uh, Marvin. Ma Marvin? Okay. That's, that's, he's conveniently named uh, like similar to his grandmother over there. Marvin. No, no, no. Come on. It wasn't Marvin. It was the Kelso family. The Kelsos. <laughs> the Kelsos. Yeah, yeah. So, so Jonathan threatens his parents to say that he's going to go live with his friend in an apartment in Metropolis. Yeah, I'm 14. He's 14. He's just going to go. Also, he's 14 and he got drunk, which is illegal. So no oh. wonder Lois was so mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch out. We'll, we'll get up to that part, too. But anyway, so there's the drama with the sons. Let's get back to the Superman stuff real quick. So we have the flashbacks, and he's he's button heads with Martha about leaving. But then in the present day, there's a little bit of Superman action, too. Um, we see this character. We see Derek Powell. Who, um, also, who connects just um, Lois's story. Yeah, yeah, there's some overlap. There's always overlap between the different storylines and the plots or whatever. But... Um, Derek Powell, as we know, he went missing. Um, his mother came to Lois and the woman that runs the Gazette in Smallville. Um, his I always... mother went missing? No, he went missing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, I always call the woman that runs the Gazette, I always call her Debbie Salad because I can't remember her name. Debbie Salad's a good name. Yeah, yeah. So Debbie Salad and... Her name might get Debbie Salad. Yeah. And, and Debbie Salad and Lois, uh, you know, are shocked to find out that Derek has returned to Smallville and he's back with his mom. Something's... And he doesn't even remember what happened to him for like a year. Yeah. Like, I want to point out, you can have a concussion and forget for like two or three days, but you don't, like, um, you, you probably wouldn't forget what's going on you for around a year. Yeah. Well, there's something mysterious going on with him. Mm -hmm. And so um, he talks with... There well, was something mysterious going on with him. Intent, intent. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, what happens is... They go to investigate to find out what's going on with this guy, and he disappears. He leaves his mom behind. Um, Says he needs space. He needs some space. The reason why he needs space is because when he was He's making out with the Debbie Salad's little invest... Wait. Yeah. Debbie's the freak show girl, or whatever Lois calls her in the last episode. Yeah, Leslie Lahr, I believe is her name. Leslie Yeah, anyway, the reason why he left is because his heat vision just started to activate and he caused a fire he down burned down a shelter yeah 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 not a shelter but like a donation place yeah and so Dirty, you think? yeah yeah so anyway his heat vision you know does cause their the, the fire at the shelter right yeah and, and so he's fighting with superman oh okay <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so it's funny i actually keep writing on this paper don't interrupt to pepper because i keep oh. trying to say a sentence like i can't even finish a <laughs> sentence because pepper just keeps talking over me Every, i'm like i'm like hey this is what happens in the show <laughs> right right They're like the guy his heat vision starts and then pepper's like and they burn the whole place down You're like just let me finish a sentence and then you can totally say what you gotta say okay so there we go so anyway um he caused a fire and this brings in kyle uh what the hell's the Lana's last name now? Kyle, Kyle Cushing? Cushing. So it brings in Kyle Cushing, who's on the fire department. They always got to throw in the fire department somehow. He comes in, and um, his friend who's on the fire department breathes in too much smoke from this fire. And so it really upsets him. Uh, the, guy, the friend has to go to the hospital. Not to mention he's drunk, too. Yes, there's a lot of drinking oh, on this episode. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, besides that, once the guy is gone, once Derek has left, then Lex Luthor shows up on the scene. And this is Captain Luthor from another world. And what I liked about this particular episode is that they established that there is another Lex Luthor. We know from watching these CW shows that there's a Lex Luthor that's played by the guy that played Ducky in um, 
you know, pretty in pink. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But anyway, he's a really great Lex Luthor in the CW shows. And um, they established that he's on this world too. So the Superman in this show is supposed to connect with the Supergirl from the Supergirl TV show. They're, they're in the same world, but they have never alluded to her on this show. Might not. Yeah, they might not. This is actually because they have to cram in a whole lot of information about um, uh, Morgan Edge and all Lex Luthor. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Supergirl show—it's it, the last season of that show, so that, I think they're just kind of keeping their distance from that show, awesome. and they want to really forge ahead with their own story. Yes. Can I say what that guy Powell dude was saying? Derek Powell. Yeah, Derek, Derek. Powell. He was like. She resurrected me. And then he was like, I'm already dead, which doesn't make much sense to me because if you're resurrected, you're brought back to life. Yeah. And if he's saying I'm already dead, then he's not alive. Well, let's address that. Because but it might be like um, metaphorical. Okay. Let, let's address that because to me, that's actually the most interesting thing on the whole show. Because what I think, Pepper, is that when he said they resurrected me, he specifically said, let me just put it into context so people know what the hell we're talking about. Um, they find Derek, and Superman goes to confront him, and... Um, he explodes. Yeah. <laughs> Superman goes to confront him, but uh, they get into a fight, and when they're fighting... Okay, listen, our, our friend over here is... He, he has the point, too. Maybe he has a different entity inhabiting his body. Exactly what I was going to say. Which is that um, he says to Clark, they resurrected me, you're not alone anymore. And so to me, what that implies is that maybe somehow the souls or like the essence of people from Krypton exist in this kryptonite that Morgan Edge has found, and they're able to resurrect these Kryptonians in these human bodies. And I think that they did that to uh, Derek Powell, and I think that also um, their friend, who we saw at the very end of this episode, Tag, right is his name? Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't make sense because Tag seems like himself, even though he was kind of weird. Yeah, it didn't seem like he had changed bodies, whereas maybe Derek Powell had. Yeah, and and so well here to just address that. So Tag seems kind of crazy. Yeah, but but what? He said, what did you do to me? That that was the very last scene of the episode. Yeah, but before that, Leslie Lar, who Pepper said was making out with Derek Powell, <laughs> um, she made him go into this device. It looked like sort of like a cat scan. Uh, machine. It was called, she said, the Bride of Frankenstein machine. De Debbie Salad said it was a Bride of Frankenstein machine. Oh, and then uh, our friend said, oh, wow, that's a crazy idea. I, if it is that idea, I think it's going to be real cool, man. Anyway, I, don't know, I want to see the Super School. I don't know if they're going to bring it into context. I don't know if they're going to do the Super School. We'll see, but... Then why would they bring it up? Because Tag hasn't gone, clearly. He's freaking out and killing people over here. Yeah, I guess he escaped from the school. But so it's like a prison? No, no. Just I think he just left the school. What what I think is going on here, because that machine, that cat scan machine, um, if you guys noticed, there was like a bright golden light, kind of looked like sunlight, right? And we all know that Superman, his powers come from the sun, right? He has his Kryptonian DNA, which combined with the sun makes him who he is, right? And so I think that when Derek went into the machine, he was bathed in sunlight and he absorbed it he didn't get a tan right good point he didn't get a tan but um i think that he um you know he he maybe it was like um his pore sucked it in so fast it didn't get a tan 
Maybe, but I, I think that like or his brain follicles. I think that maybe there's a Kryptonian inside of him, and that sunlight made the Kryptonian like get activated, and so that's why he his voice changed. Did you notice that his voice had that sort of that effect on it? Was, oh. Yeah, when when we have captions on our TV, it would be like voice distorted. Oh, there you go. Okay, very good observation, Pepper. All right, so so you know uh, we're about sixty minutes in. Let's uh, just make a couple more points. Um, well, let's not spend like five more minutes on Superman because we don't want to be here boring, y'all. <laughs> no, I, I'm telling you, the people that watch this show, they're they're all into the Superman stuff. They're like, give us more Superman stuff. I know you're into the Jonathan and Jordan stuff. I am not. I like Lois better. Okay. Well. Anyway, uh, the the other thing that's connected to Superman, and and it is the Lois stuff too, yeah. is that um, Lex Luthor makes contact with Lois and um, he's kind of telling her that he might have some information on Morgan edge and um, she's interested. She gives him her business card, but then yeah, I see it. So um, we find out that in this version, in, in this uh, captain, oh, Luther I want, can I do, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Can go I ahead. do this one? Yeah, go ahead. So he's all like, He's all, he's spying on them, and then he sees Lois and Clark kiss, and then we have a little flashback from his world, and he's like, everything about Lois is the same, except that she picked um, another guy to marry. She married someone else, Well, yes. I mean, not to mention, you haven't even been in the world with her, so I don't see how she could be in love with you. Right. She um. Also, and then his little thing, his little Siri... And, or Alexa. <laughs> his little Alexa, yeah, his yeah, his artificial intelligence thing, yeah. Yeah, um, it was like it's not the same. Stop obsessing over a woman who's already married, and then he threw it out the window. Yeah, yeah, he smashed it. Yeah, he smashed his little AI friend. Which there. I I don't think he's very smart because you're gonna need to hunt down Superman. Yeah. So uh, our friend he said with infusion of crystal from the mines, maybe it enables Earthlings to acquire Kryptonian powers. I absolutely think that is the case there. They're they're absolutely getting the Kryptonian powers. The question is, are they also getting like the consciousness of dead Kryptonians? Are the Kryptonians resurrected in them? And then uh, one other thing is that was a reveal, Lex and Lois. Yes, we know from the comics that Lex Luthor kind of has a thing for Lois, um, and we see that in movies too and in cartoons. You know, he he likes her, he's attracted to her, he flirts with her. Uh, so in this alternate world where Lex is a soldier they are in love they get married to each other all right so pepper we kind of covered all the superman stuff i think you can take us home with yeah. the jonathan and jordan stuff uh, okay fine all right um jonathan and jordan yeah so where it starts the beginning we have already covered about jordan getting dumped jonathan getting dumped by eliza yeah, yeah. but we also forgot to mention this harvest festival oh uh, yes yeah, yeah 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 good go um and by the way, the, so what's her name? Sarah Cushing invites uh, Jordan. There you go. Jordan, it's hard to get the names. Um, Sarah Cushing invites Jordan to go to the Harvest Festival with her and is.
Okay, are we back? Can you guys see us? Stream is frozen. Okay. Are we back though? Can you see us now? Yes. No, they're not. It has nothing to do with the headphones. It's um, the Wi Fi. Um, All right. So well, I, we're just going to assume you can hear us and start talking, anyways. Yeah, Sherry, can you see us up there? Back in action. All, All right. right good. You're the man. All right. So, anyway, there was one part I wanted to say that was real funny. Like, in the very beginning of the episode, He's like, this frozen. Wait, no. Clark is like so excited about this harvest festival. It's kind it of, is chocolate bacon. Yeah, yeah. I think it was sugar covered bacon, but he was like super excited about chocolate. it. He was really animated. Yeah, yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, Pepper, why don't we get to the controversy that the thing that was so controversial with the two brothers? Just say it real quick. Okay. The controversial thing was. Um, once again, Jordan, I mean, Jonathan is starting to get kind of annoyed at having to move with to Smallville and um, is bugging or blaming Jordan for his issues. Then, and Jordan goes on a date with Sarah Cushing. I'm going to use this a little summary and we can add details in it. Sure. Um, then, when Jordan goes on a date with Sarah Cushing, they're all lovey. They're like, let's talk about a depressed problem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, just when Sarah's about to confess all her issues, yes, um, Jonathan, um, comes walking down, and he's drunk. Yeah, he's drunk with his two little nerdy friends. What a punk! Yeah, and it, uh, also I want to point out, fourteen. He's fourteen, and then Sarah, for some reason, is like, "You're drunk. I hate you." Yeah, yeah. And she like storms out just because he's drunk, even though he apologizes multiple times, which I don't think a person who is coherent could do. Did you mean incoherent? Incoherent. Like, yeah, okay, okay. So he's drunk. You didn't. Th you don't think a person would apologize like that if they were yeah, truly probably drunk? Be like, yeah. So, <sighs> right. I think. I think the reason why he apologized and didn't continue to act like a jerk was because they didn't want to make him seem like a total asshole, right? <laughs> and so. Um, with that scene, that's one of those CW scenes where I feel like it's sort of just forced drama. You know, they're bonding, and then that, of course, the brother comes to break up the moment. And also, another thing with forced drama with Sarah Cushing, let's just uh, touch on that subject. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, let's just touch on that subject is because, um, what's her name? Also, another thing was um, her dad, like another forced drama section was where her dad was drunk and like singing to her. Yeah, he was singing some song in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, that, that's good. That's a nice little touching moment. Okay, thanks for but throwing that in and there. And then she goes, stop. That was in the olden days or something. Yeah, and she runs away. Yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, Mort, I like the emojis. I'm an emoji person. All right, there you go, Mort. <laughs> Mort's the MVP for tonight, by the way. Thank you for staying with us as we got cut off from the stream. Anyway, um... The, the thing is, what I'm trying to talk about, you know, hopefully I won't get interrupted while I'm saying it, is that uh, with the forced drama on the CW shows, you know, the brother comes in, he starts acting like a jerk. He's kind of out of character acting like a jerk like that, right? And so then, like, they immediately patch things up once they go back to their house. There isn't this kind of lingering resentment. But it's just one of these scenes where Sarah just goes off, she just has this big eruption, and she just overreacts. And I'm just, that kind of stuff will turn me off a show like this. But the stuff they're building in the background with the Superman and, and uh, the kryptonite and the possibility of resurrecting Kryptonians, I'm all on board for that. And I also like this parallel Earth, Lex, and Lois together. And these were some great reveals for this episode. So, um, well, which sorry, I'm no, I'll tell you, go ahead. Uh, well, what you said about Lois being like, um, what's it called? Lois being uh, not 
Jonathan being kind of out of character, out care, out of character. I can't see the word. So I, I think I that Pepper assume. Yeah, out do of you have a secret Kryptonian inside of you right now? <laughs> You're like kind of glitching over there. What's going out on? Out of character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If her eyes are glowing red, then we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so out of carelessly, um, mean it's probably because he's drunk. Okay. So, so more, he said, I don't think the drama between the brothers felt too forced. I imagine I Jonathan mean, was harboring resentment for giving up everything he had in order uh, to move. Yeah. I, I think that's not exactly unfair. I mean, and then he said, uh, I just realized that Sarah probably got so mad at Jonathan for drinking because she saw how mad her mom gets at her dad for drinking. Oh, that's a great point. Absolutely. It's probably because the example of her parental uh, guardians in her life is um, affecting her. Yes, yes. So anyway, guys, th that I think uh, is a good place for us to come to a close for our episode. Mort, we really love you Wait. joining on in the uh, comments. We got another point to make, Pepper? But we didn't talk about the loss. Oh, what's the lowest stuff? Go real quick. Um, not much exactly. She's just kind of mad at this lady, Sarah Powell. No, not Sarah. Um, what's her name? Just Sharon Powell. Powell. Sharon, Sharon Powell. Powell. Uh, Sharon Powell for not caring about the story anymore. She's only caring about her son, which I think is going to be a big letdown when she realizes her son was burned to a crisp. <laughs> oh yeah, we probably should explain that. Um, the son, Derek Powell, after he reveals to Clark that he was resurrected, he then like sort of erupts he like makes himself explode so i think that maybe like if we're going along with the idea that these are humans that have like kryptonian essence inside of them i think that like the human biology just can't contain the power that a kryptonian could and so i think that's probably why he exploded so i'm glad you brought that up because that's pretty much at the end of the episode the very last thing that we see is the guy tag from the previous episode who is like punching Jordan repeatedly, even though Jordan is like really happy for once in his life, he's like, Yeah, she's gonna be my friend, yeah, kind of dance thing. Yes, and then you know what? Uh, Mort brought up one more great point. Let's just talk about this right before we go. I liked how Lois mentions as they joke about how much he loves Harvest Festival more than Clark's powers that make Superman. I've always said that his greatest power is his moral character. That is absolutely a great point, you know, Mort. You and I, I think, see eye to eye. And you know what, Mort? If you are on Twitter, why don't you follow me? Because I want to be your friend. Uh, I'm at AnchorPete29 on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, I, I like your views on Superman, man. So, yes, I, I've said this on Twitter. I think I've said this in this show, too, that what makes Superman Superman is his, like, his values, his moral center, right? He's like Captain America, where, like, his goodness as a character is ultimately what makes him the hero. It's not his power. Yeah, I mean, Superman could blow off the entire planet if he wanted to. Yeah. Also, I want to point out, we didn't have any Lois dad drama today. No General Lane. No, no. But, uh, and no Morgan Edge. So I'm okay with that. I like what we got. So anyway, guys, there's going to be a break. What's up? No Thaddeus. No Thaddeus, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's in jail or something now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bad guy from last time. Anyway, guys, there's not going to be a Lois and, uh, Lois and Clark. That's from like the 90s. There's not going to be any Superman and Lois until about May 28th, but we have really enjoyed watching the show and talking about it with you guys. And we'll come back to um, obsessed over you guys at um, May 28th. May 28th. <laughs> My wife is upstairs. She's hovering like Superman upstairs. She's saying, <laughs> you mean March 28th, but the thing is, Sherry, we don't mean March 28th because that's in like five days. We mean May 28th. There's going to be a break. So we will see you guys. There'll be a two-month break, yes. 
Thank you for watching, even with the technical difficulties. You guys are awesome. Well,